All right. Ro- road boys. Recorded on the road. Nobody is home. <laughs> Nobody's home. Nobody's home whatsoever. We're actually, we're actually closer to each other than ever, though, other than when we recorded in person. But That's uh, true. Actually, no. I recorded once around here, and you were still in Philly. So that's closer, right? <laughs> Weren't you in New York when we recorded once? I don't think I recorded in New York. New I was York. just in New York. In I don't York. remember working while in New York. We're both on the road. That's why we look different. That's right. Um, that's why my, I don't familiar. have my lighting. I'm, I've got very warm lighting here. It's a little weird. Mikey, color correct that. Just kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're recording today. But before we get to our our topic... What uh, we should talk about Tuca and Birdie. I just want to plug Tuca and Birdie all the time because it's so good. You haven't seen it yet, have you? The new no, season. No, I haven't. I haven't seen a new. There's two, right? There's two new ones. For shame. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there are two. <laughs> yeah, they literally it aired like 12 hours ago. <laughs> it's, like, it's like so recent. <laughs> um, two new episodes of Tuca and Birdie. The cool thing is the season is airing on Adult Swim, and then literally by the next morning. They're on, uh, they're on HBO Max. So I watched them live last night, and then I've watched, I've rewatched the first one this morning on HBO Max to bump up their HBO Max numbers, That's baby, right. and to figure out if I want to make a video about them. Um, just some good stuff, good, good episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm always obsessed with when they like deviate the animation, but even just in these first two, there are so many cool sequences that are just so wildly imaginative and how they're mm-hmm. animating them i think you'll know which ones i'm talking about when you see okay. it is that a video talking about all their like wild different animation sequences i don't know I, what i would say about them other than this is cool look at this <laughs> <laughs> it could be like a like a real pretentious like here's how they stand out from the crowd and right you know like something like that you i know i want to talk about the dance that. sequence Lisa Hanawalt just posted on her Instagram the other day a behind the scenes like series of her making that dance sequence from that episode last season, mm. and and it literally shows her cr- like her crude storyboards and then her doing dance dance like filming herself dancing for reference. It's great. It's such a cool little look into it's how she nice. did it. Um, yeah, it's great. Everyone follow Lisa Hanwalt Instagram. She's only on Twitter to promote Tuka and Birdie, and then she's going to delete her Twitter again. But That's follow right. her there, too, and retweet all that shit. Yeah, she knows what's up. She gets it. When, when, they, um, <laughs> when they put them on HBO Max, it just – that second season just kind of became, like, almost like a like a, like a second family guy. I just kind of put it on. Dude, it's like, it's I've watched through it a couple times on there. Yeah. I I've And it's funny because since it hit HBO Max – since season two hit HBO Max just a couple weeks ago, season one is trending on Netflix. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I didn't season know that. two is trending. Yeah. And, and season two is trending on HBO Max. And so I watch both. I, I've just been putting it on. It's so interesting because season one is very different than season two because I think because they're on H, on Netflix, A, the episodes are longer, and B, they show tits <laughs> and see <laughs> they <laughs> and see they swear a lot more frequently. Um, they, they just say fucking shit. And uh, and then season two, they don't really say swears as much. And obviously they don't show nudity either because it's on TV. But 
in the first episode back in season three, there's an F-bomb. And I didn't even notice it watching live last night. Maybe they bleeped it and I didn't mm-hmm. notice. But on on HBO Max, it's unbleeped. Nice. Um, so it's interesting. That was a whole, a whole interesting journey for, for Tuke and Birdie. Uh, great show, though. Really great. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend checking it out. We'll plug it every opportunity I have. We should have... Best cartoon on TV. It really is. It's the best Best cartoon right now. (laughs) And we got to figure out when we cover it. Like, I know we're in the middle of these season ones and like Simpsons and and King of the Hill have been such huge hits that like that feels like what we should jump into. But I'm hoping that it's Suke and Birdie has good success on HBO Max with this day after release thing. And that will Mm -hmm. lead to another season. Like I would I need I want the show to have at least five seasons really bad, (laughs) like real bad. Um. But if it ends up not getting a season, that feels like a good time to just like be like, all right, well, let's watch. Let's let's do all three of those in a row. Little little TMB miniseries. Those are pretty that. easy. Ten episodes a year. For the selfish reason of fuel for this podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> please end your cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, but don't. Don't do that. But don't, but don't, do, it. <laughs> don't do that. Keep going. Please keep going. I'm really hopeful. It seems like Adult Swim really supports it. They put big billboards up this year. They did yeah, like so that, they had like a the, the float. Beat. Do you remember the float? Yeah. Well, they have that. That's incredible. Yeah. They're I haven't. I need to find one in LA. I'm sure there's one in LA. I haven't seen it in person yet. But they have these giant billboards with Tuca and Birdie's faces, and their beaks are like 3D and push out of the. It's so push funny. Out of the, uh, yeah, and Tukin Birdie's not afraid of the front facing stuff either, even though they do look yeah. weird front facing. But they do you know front facing all the time. Honestly, the uh the weirdest one is um Tuka from like the three quarter view. That's right. the weirdest one to me. There are some weird yeah, I get that's, it. That's the weirdest one. Uh, but the front the front facing I just think it's hilarious. I do too. I, My I favorite is still really like, I mean funny, like no matter what angle the characters and I think they're really because the side view of Tuka, even though that's the yeah. main one, it's so funny. <laughs> you know what they also do though? What that I love is that they will they will like jumble up their faces for funny expressions. They will like just oh, totally yeah. mess up that model to to do hilarious expressions. Yeah. Uh, on my most recent rewatch, I noticed so many funny expressions that are just like their eyes are like off center and like are they like they like mm-hmm. make their eyes crooked or their beak moves to the top of their head or something mm-hmm. <laughs> so much weird stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. although i still think like the funniest expression in the whole show is it's from the first episode and you see it all the time it's just the speckle the spe- the speckle uh picture oh <laughs> yeah it's really funny it's so funny i was watching speckle um, is such a funny character i was watching that second season literally like two days ago and yeah oh man i don't remember the exact joke it was like speckle was talking about somebody and he said well that guy's really full of himself and it's like a flash of like it's so funny i watched that one it's so funny this is hilarious it's so funny oh what a good show um anyways go see go watch do convert if you haven't if you have hbo max please every mm-hmm. week watch it multiple times Mm-hmm. pump up those numbers if you can watch it live also well i guess that's less important than like if you have a nielsen box watch it live <laughs> um have you ever met anybody also, that actually has a nielsen box no but my uncle works for nielsen so Whoa, I, okay. I, I know a lot of <laughs> i know yeah. a lot of i know there's a lot of people who have them 
Um, I think ever... he actually does have a Nielsen box, but they don't measure him. Like right. they measure and, him, but it doesn't count toward the metrics or something like sense. that. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. uh, you ever seen the the Family Guy where they give the Griffins a, a Nielsen box? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just it's just thirty minutes of like Peter ruining television, like. Because he has this, so he's like, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch shit like this. And he's like tell, telling everybody what he wants to watch. And he gets to the point where like, there's just a whole bunch of people. I don't remember who. I just know one of them was Shonda Rhimes. And like all of these people that make like acclaimed television shows come to the Griffin house. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, this that is, is bad so fun. funny. That is a great premise. That is a yes. genuinely incredible <laughs> premise. I it's love that so much. Um, oh, I guess I guess the other way is like it also jumps onto Hulu really fast. So like watch watch on Hulu and HBO Max and well, I guess maybe only if you have Hulu Live. I'm not sh- I'm not actually certain. Yeah, about it, that. it is Hulu because I couldn't watch the second season. Um, right when it would when it would go on Hulu, I, I was watching it live. Like, but when it right. went on Hulu the next day, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it right. because I didn't have live Hulu live. Right, for sure. So if you have Hulu live, that's a good way because you can watch the replays too. I'm sure they track those metrics. So just pump up those numbers. We got to, we got to make sure yeah. TMB keeps, keeps going strong because it's the best one. It's if you've never seen one. it, it's a little, I, it's not really, it's not really a mess. It's only a mess if you make it a mess. But like, you do got to go to Netflix <laughs> to watch season one. Like, yeah, there's, there's no real way I was way laughing around. real hard. Did you see um, Lisa tweet the other day and because someone was confused about how to watch it all and mm-hmm. she was like, it's okay, it's super confusing. <laughs> and then she <laughs> tweeted, season one is on Netflix, season two is on HBO Max and Adult Swim, or season two is on HBO Max, season three will air on Adult Swim and HBO Max the next day, but she tagged HBO Max and Adult Swim, she did not tag Netflix. (laughs) So I responded. It was like, oh, chef's kiss to the not tagging Netflix. (laughs) You gotta do that. She gotta tag them for. Yeah. You know what me and uh, they have that show. It is significantly less funny, but what me and Deli were laughing at the other day. Well, me, me, Deli, Nick, and Kevin, actually. I'm not even going to just say it was me. Ah, the crew. The homies. We were all all laughing because they dropped that trailer for um, Dan Pavemeyer's new cartoon, the guy that made Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hamster Hamster and Gretel. Yeah, and they said, uh, it just said, from a creator of Phineas and Ferb. From a creator? Number one, from a creator is funny. And number two, they didn't have he did two shows for them, but they just didn't. They decided not to name the second one, right? Because <laughs> he had he did the Milo Murphy shit. Milo Murphy's Law, yeah. yeah. And they just decided he was like, nah. He just. I mean, to be fair, Phineas and Ferb is unkillable. It's got the most staying power. <laughs> just kill it, bro. Like I'm so serious, man. Just fucking. Kill. I'm so sick of seeing them boys, and I love Phineas and Ferb to death, but it's too late. Yeah, There's man, no re- how, fin- I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping that's not how I feel when Futurama comes back next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well, at least I feel like at least with Futurama, we get breaks, right? Like <laughs> yeah. they just keep <laughs> pretending to end Phineas and Ferb. Is that what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Phineas and Ferb started when I was in fourth grade. Right. I have an apartment and bills. <laughs> like, I, like my entire, I have a college degree. My entire life went by, and they're still here. <laughs> I can't understand. That's it. so funny. 
I um yeah, that's true. Like at least at least with Futurama, like everything it every time it ended, it actually felt like it was over. <laughs> They're yeah, like, oh shit, it's over. And it's like, oh, and it's back. And it's over. Oh, and it's back. And mm-hmm. it's over. <laughs> there's a little um, there's something a little daunting about that, but at least you get to sit in it for a while, right? Like Right. I think I uh I don't know. It was like three years, I think, maybe before we saw them again after the last one. And I was like, I don't fucking care. (laughs) For uh, for Futurama? Not for Phineas. It was it took like it was like it was like a two, three year gap and then we saw them again. And I was like, man, stop. Yeah, Futurama's Futurama's gaps were never that big. Like like the original show ended in like oh three. I guess it was like four years between that yeah. and Benjamin's score. So that's pretty significant. But that but and then that was I feel like that was different just because we weren't used to stuff coming back before. Oh for sure. So Family was, Guy changed yeah. everything. Yeah. Um and then and then it it pretty much ran like I think it was technically a couple years, but it, it pretty much ran straight from the DVDs into the Comedy Central season. Absolutely. There was not really much of no. a break. I almost kicked out. I went when I, I got to go see Thor early a couple weeks ago, and I was there with my friend Hector. And standing behind us in line was this guy, Cody Ziegler, who is a comic book writer, and he's one of the writers on the new season of Futurama. Nice. I was standing, he was standing behind me, and I was like, "Do I turn around and geek out about Futurama?" He has no idea who I am. He doesn't care. You <laughs> so don't I did know not. That. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't, don't know, know that for sure. You probably <laughs> I know. I almost did, but you know, I, it was also. It was weird. It was a lot. I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time at mm. that screening. So I was like catching up with people in line. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. I'm telling it's also, you, man. It's also weird when you see. It's also weird when you see creators who you don't like. There, like there was one guy. There's one guy who constantly says the dumbest shit on social media, and he was sitting in front of me at the movie. <laughs> I was like, this guy, I'm this never, guy. I'm never, I'm never had to witness that. Um, <laughs> you honestly, bro, you'll be surprised. I like the amount of times where like. Um, just normal people that I know in real life, they'll just randomly find out. It's like, oh, you do a podcast with him? Like, oh man, if right. I thought fucking lot of BoJack right. shit, and yeah, they they they, they start giving <laughs> me all that. Like, I don't know, man. They they watching you out here, man. Maybe, maybe he maybe he's seen my shit and been like, oh, this guy doesn't get few trauma. I'm gonna do everything he said, everything <laughs> that he doesn't say. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, everyone watch Two Kim Birdie. Yeah, that's and, the. And uh, hope, hope, hopefully, Futurama rules when it comes back. Hopefully, hopefully, all my fears are quelled and it's the best thing ever. I hope it's um, pretty. I bet it. I'm so curious because, like, Modern Simpsons has such beautiful backgrounds, but they, they're, but my disenchantment is the one to me that is like gorgeous. I think the backgrounds and the, and a lot of the animation, especially the backgrounds, though, in it is really detailed. Are beautiful, yeah. and I'm like, will they try to maintain a more consistent look with what it was before, or will they like kind of zhuzh up the the animation and the style a little bit? You know, like I'm sure the characters will look the same, but what will the backgrounds look like? Because the backgrounds look different in the original run versus the HD run, but that's just because the nature of them becoming high def. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, would you want them to, because if, if, if they do it exactly, it would just look like the Comedy Central ones, right? So would you want them to do right. that? Or would you want them to just kind of like try something else? Honestly, point? in my, in, I kind of want them to 
I, I'm open to change with this show because yeah. because the the Comedy Central run has some really great episodes, but overall I felt it was a little bit of a step down. So like part of me is kind of just like try new things. Like I love this world and these characters so much that I'm open to more serialized stories. I'm open to I'm open to more detailed backgrounds. I know. Or at least like they don't have to go full serialized. I would I think it would be cool. I think it's a good fit to try mm-hmm. it. But um I think one of the things that was so engrossing about the original run is that there were these little mysteries, seeds of mysteries planted that we were right. always kind of looking to eventually solve. And those did not exist in the Comedy Central era. And so just introduce some new stuff, just plant some new seeds that were that mm-hmm. are going to be ongoing curiosities that that they don't need to get solved they don't need to answer something new every episode but if they plant something in the first new episode that gets solved you know 13 episodes deep or something like just with little little hints in between um that stuff always felt i don't know it always felt that always felt so engaging in the original run was just like because no other no other no other network sitcoms and animation space were doing things like that mm-hmm. um so epi- think, they were so episodic do you think that the reason that they kind of stepped away from it um during comedy central might have been because they weren't sure how long they'd be there so they didn't know they were that, that makes sense but even so like their initial pickup was 26 episodes it was that's 26. enough time they could have did something that's yeah time. that's true yeah even if they didn't know they were going to get another 26, which they did, they could have easily planted things into that. And like, you know, there's some great episodes and that, that first half season of the comedy central run, the like season seven or whatever, or six, I don't know. God, there's also the first 13, <laughs> the first 13 on comedy central. I think there's some really good episodes in there. Like two of my favorites, two of my favorites in the comedy central run are there. Um, some bad ones too, but uh, yeah, the, I don't know. The like, worst one is there, right? What, what what's that? Wait, wait. Wasn't your your, your worst one was the Yo Gabba Gabba one, wasn't it? Or that was, was it? I believe, the following thirteen. I think that's that's my lowest. Yo Lilo. That was your yeah. lowest. Okay, I was I thinking just, about the iPhone one. The iPhone one's very low. That is like the third episode. That's the back. third one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there were ones like. I thought it started weak. Like the rebirth I was mixed on in Agata Dalila, I thought was funny, but there were like character things they did that bothered me. And then, and then attack of the killer app made me mad. <laughs> it's not a good episode, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm also like, I know a lot of people don't like it, but I've also, I also get comments on like my ranked ranking video. They're like attack of the collapse. My favorite episode. I'm like, all right. I wish, I wish I got it. Yeah. Favorite is you know how (laughs) favorite is insane. Not even just favorite of the Comedy Central, just favorite. That is nuts. I know. That's nuts. Um, We'll see. I I hope they shift change it up. I'm I'm excited. I know. I thought, and I also think they like they didn't really bring any new writers. They brought in all the same people, which I get. You know, get the gang back together. But I'm glad that now all these years we removed, they're like, all right, we're going to get some new people in alongside the old guard and television's changed. I'm sure that they've and they've had more time to just like marinate in what they might want to do with a return, Mm. you know, like like looking back those first 
that first movie back, if it feels so inspired, it's still one of my favorite pieces of Futurama, you know? And, and you could tell that like, oh, they had some of these ideas brewing for a while. Mm-hmm. And so we've been gone for what, 10, almost 10 years. It'll be almost 10 years. It'll yeah. be 10 years by the time this stuff starts airing. And hopefully a, the writers who were on it before have been inspired and gotten new ideas and hopefully be the new writers who come in uh, will have unique new voices to bring fun stuff to the table. I'm, I'm optimistic. I try, I'm trying to stay optimistic. I, I love the show too much to like immediately be like, no, don't do it. You're tempted fate. I know they are, but <laughs> I'm going to go in, I'm going to go in hopeful and uh, it's going to be weird to have to cut. Co- it's going to be weird to cover it on my channel as it happens. That's going to be a weird, a weird thing. I've been talking about Futurama as a complete package since mm-hmm. I started talking about it on my channel. And yeah. And now it's all done. Be weird. <laughs> yeah. Another good show. Watch Undone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We should, we talked for 20 minutes about other cartoons. We should probably jump, jump, jump ahead here. All right. Cue ye old theme song. <laughs> I've been watching them for years It's always been something that fit With all the animated characters That's doing their own bits With a fry who's in the future And a family guy that sucks With a father from a Hilleberger family The show and spies is the same guy Except he totally is f- And diverse Let's watch cartoons that could <laughs> Yeah, that's bananas <laughs> As rough what the f*** is up, everybody? Welcome to Cartoons That Curse, the podcast in which we talk about cartoons that say curse words. I am Johnny. I'm here with my co-host, Tariq. Tariq, how are you? I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. He's all right. How are you doing, He's man? He's all right. He's okay. I'm pretty good. I had a long weekend, but big wedding weekend. It's what I'm out of town for. It's why my voice sounds a little hoarse right now, a little gravelly, a little sexier. Mm. Mm. But, uh, you know, you got to say uh, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, my voice was like cracking while I was talking. I was like, I hope that goes away tomorrow. And it, it's not cracking, but it is a little gravelly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you ever, have you ever recorded a video after you woke up? Yeah. And I've, I've not only that, I've recorded part of a video after I woke up in which I had already recorded other part of the video and it's so clear <laughs> what part of the day I was recording in or like just doing, doing a, doing a pickup late at night while you're editing yes. and then you just sound so different. <laughs> yes. Bro, I have punched in, there's ad reads where like, they like say this and I'm like, what the fuck? So then I like punch it in yeah. at like midnight <laughs> and I sound so tired. Man. I generally record my ad reads separate from my videos, so sometimes my ad reads just sound a hundred percent different than the rest yeah, of my videos. Yeah, likewise. I try to I try oh. I try so hard because I do the ad reads first, so I try so hard to be like, all right, bring the exact same amount of energy that you would bring a video so it isn't as stark of a difference. Um right. sometimes that doesn't that doesn't work out. Uh but you know it is what it is. I I did a uh <laughs> When I did the replacements, I, I was sick that week. Um, like I just I had like a common cold, and it, it is very you can you can hear it that entire video. I'm yeah. just kind of talking like this. 
So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so Todd and Ryan um, like, sounds gross. The one for me like that is my um, that Rick and Morty video I did for the finale, the one that trended, which is so funny because it's the one that trended. I recorded that in Vegas after like two days of partying, and. I, I took it easy that Sunday because I knew I had to do that video that night and I recorded it in the closet of an Airbnb, pretty much like exhausted. And you can just hear it, my voice. I am so tired. <laughs> so, so tired in that video. <laughs> and of course, that's the one that that went went trending. Always will, uh, man. It's the it one, always, you know, all the new be. people get to hear me sound mm-hmm. like sound like i'm dying <laughs> man and that shit like that uh, just, it just makes you want to go like guys i'm not like this all the time just watch another one i think i posted a comment about it i think i pinned a comment that was like guys sorry i sound like i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> people were like you're fine everything's fine um but here today little voice crack there here today <laughs> we are going to talk about Beavis and Butthead do the universe. We apologize. We're a couple weeks late on this, but we were in the midst of releasing our King of the Hill, mm-hmm. which we do things in two parts. So like we had already, already released part one. And so we couldn't like, we didn't want us in, in between them release do the universe. So we released part two. And now this week we're going to do the universe and it's probably going to be late. Very sorry about that. We were struggling to schedule things around our traveling. Um, but Beavis and Butthead do the universe came out a couple weeks ago. It is the first uh, Paramount plus Beavis and Butthead piece of content. And then in August, the new show is going to start. And uh, yeah, I, this movie, this was a surprise that they did this. Um, Like when they announced Beavis and Butthead was coming back, it was kind of like, wait, not King of the Hill. Like they're doing Beavis (laughs) and Butthead again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. But I want to read this quote that I just found. And this is from years ago. So this like this probably has a lot to do with their initial their their initial revival because years ago they had a revival on MTV. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like 08, right? Yeah, I think. 08, 09. Some Let's shit look. Like that. Let's confirm that. Let's confirm that. Um, and I'm, one, I'm, I'm curious if the new Beavis and Butthead is just going to be called season nine because like I think it was mm-hmm. just season eight was the latest one let's see oh it, it wasn't it was in 2011 it was i i think we always say 08 i think we always fuck up and say 08 because it's season eight <laughs> even though it was 2011 when it came out um but funny enough in 2008 i just i didn't realize he said this mike judge stated i like to keep the door open on beavis and butthead because it's my favorite thing that i've ever done <laughs> It's the thing I'm most proud of. Jeez, I I love that. I mean, I'm that surprises me because King of the Hill is like a masterpiece. But, mm-hmm. um, but that's you know good for him. It was his first big thing, and he loves it. And he's always been like committed to trying to do it again. And so obviously after this, they came out with that other season mm-hmm. a few years later, which is such a funny season. If you've never watched it, mm-hmm. it's so funny because a a, the story stuff is really funny and it's like all set it's all set in that year. So it's like they've they haven't aged them up or anything. It's just like Beavis and Butterhead are set in 2011 and they're still watching MTV, but they're watching like bad reality shows. They're watching Jersey Shore and Teen Mom and all that stuff. Right. Um, but we'll get back to that because this movie 
and this reboot are doing something narratively specific to move it into the modern age, which is which is interesting because they didn't do it last time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I think that's so funny that like this is I didn't I had no idea that he was just like, oh, yeah, Beavis and Butthead's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> like It's my favorite thing I've ever done. Uh, that's actually announced... really, that's pretty wholesome, man. It's pretty sweet. It's cool. I love it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. Um, he also said, <laughs> it's funny. I, I kind of think of them as being either 15 or in their 60s. I wouldn't mind something with them as these two dirty old men sitting on the couch, which he kind of teased early mm-hmm. on when he, he, well, it's in the movie too. We'll it talk about movie. it, but they, but, but his first piece of like teasing this movie was the character models for old yeah. Beavis and Butthead. So everyone was like, oh, they're going to make them old, um, which is very funny. Um, I would have watched the shit out that movie, though, if they were just old. I would, old. too. I would have watched Yeah, but I don't know. Something about them being young and dumb. Like, it feels like Beavis and Butthead is about how about dumb young people, like at its mm-hmm. core. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so um, I would I would be game for both, but. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we got a multiversal situation because we also have this weird. We also have this weird other season that takes place in 2011 that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and it's yeah they don't. It's not like they leave um, right. 2011 to come to 2022. They leave right 1998. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. this is this is a sequel to Do America though. No, I guess. I guess Do America came out before the final season of the show. So it's a sequel to like season seven or whatever. Um, and then season eight's this weird one that's sitting in limbo, even though it's very funny. It's like this weird alternate universe where they li- existed in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's weird things like, like in those, in the revival season, I'm in that first revival season, I'm pretty sure like Tom Anderson still exists. He is not in this movie at all, which is shocking. He, um, he, yeah. he, um, when they're when they're at court, is he in the courtroom? Yeah, that's it. Though, are you sure? I thought it was like the gym coach and the the principal and the teacher. Was the was Tom there too? He's there, and Daria's there. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I Both didn't see Daria. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad this they is, got Daria in there. She came to watch most... Beavis Butt get sentenced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, all right, we'll start talking about this movie. So. The thing this movie is doing is like what you said, it's setting the stage for these new, this new season, even though this movie absolutely operates on its own. The premise is basically moving these characters into 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it does it in a funny way. The opening is weird. The CGI opening. Um, it is weird. It's, but it is cool, but it is weird. It's weird and cool. Weird to see them in CGI though. Um but I'd love after that when they go to them on the couch and be and Butthead's just like, I'm sure you're wondering where we've been all these years. It's a fascinating tale. <laughs> like, I, I love that shit. It's so funny. Um, but I think what I love most about this movie is that like at its core, it is very much like in the spirit. I think it's very I know you have a couple issues with stuff they do at the end, but like I think as a whole, it's so in the spirit of that first film where it's just two dumb kids who are ignorant and don't know what's happening and are like just trying to score 
and and they right. they just fall into situations so much bigger than themselves mm-hmm. without understanding any of it <laughs> at all. Yeah, that and that's when they announced this. That's what I was. I wanted that anyway. Like that's what yeah. I wanted it to be because I just feel like um trying to do anything else would just kind of be. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't really say that. But I do think that that's just the perfect thing to put these char- perfect situation to put these characters in if you're gonna do something. Uh, Agreed. Something bigger. Um, yeah, I don't know. When I when I first when I first saw this uh this second one, um, when it came out a couple weeks ago, like I remember I remember really liking it, but like I had some like I had some issues, like you said, I had some issues with just uh some of the directions they take in the last um act or whatever. Uh and I watched it again this morning. And I'll be honest, I enjoyed it less. Uh, really? Yeah, well, I think it wasn't, I enjoyed it more my second time. No, nah, it was it wasn't as funny to me this time. Um, I was just kind of like, "Damn, <laughs> I don't know." Man, opposite oh. here, I was laughing more. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing more this time. That's so funny. Maybe it's because I was with my brother and he hadn't seen it. That's true. I do. I do think too that though these these movies are. It, it is it is, it is funny to watch with people that like don't even know that they're gonna do what like like what they actually do like right. they don't know that the the uh the synopsis is that like nobody nobody communicates therefore nobody understands what's going on and it's just this like escalating situation um right and it, it is funny to watch it with because I, I showed the first movie to my roommates they had never seen it and I was showing them, and it just was making me laugh the whole time. Because I was like, oh, man, y'all ain't even seen nothing yet. They was laughing at certain points. I'm like, man, wait till they get to the White House. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> I rewatched the first one, most of it, right after watching Do the Universe and the first time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, Do America is, like, a nearly perfect. <laughs> it's so, it's so, so good. So it's hard to top. <laughs> It's so hard to top, and it's mm-hmm. also just got that like '90s animation cell quality that it just like yeah, it makes me feel good to see it, you know. Um, and I do like really appreciate that this still like like they make the animation squiggly when they're moving and everything. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like they were they were trying to be really true to how Beavis and Butthead looked to the highest degree they could, right? Um, I yeah. do think the new character designs feel a little off compared to what they used to be. You I, feel that I, way? I agree. I agree. Because they're like correctly proportionate people. Right, which, right. Like that's the point of King of the Hill, but that's not a, the point of Beavis. Because like even yeah. like the background characters are still kind of like the head is too big a little bit and like they're a little lumpy right. and like their arms are yeah like tom of... anderson is a weirdly shaped person mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah he's not the, the teacher he... like yep. his head is his really big or like even in, yeah, the, the, in, the, in the movie i can i can like the first movie i can like still see that secret service agent's like face like that like block right. face with the with the hair and the yeah like the shades like such a distinct unrealistic design you know but like yeah here there's a lot of attention to uh wrinkles and shit and like face and stuff like that it doesn't make it bad but it does it does 
it is different. That is definitely is different, and it's uh, it's noticeable, especially like when you take these two cartoony Beavis and Buttheads and put them in like mix with like a bunch of people that look realistic. It's kind of like um, yeah. when they have a guest star on The Simpsons, but they try really hard to make the guest star look like the guest star instead of a Simpsons character. Yeah, and then it looks out of place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I felt the same way. Even though I overall still really like this movie and I'm so glad that like it felt like they were trying to make sure it the animation didn't look too much different than before. I do mm-hmm. think they maybe missed the mark a little bit than the, with the character designs. Um but I think the sequ- the sequence that's the most noticeable is like when they're walking with the astronauts to the to the uh to the space shuttle and like <laughs> Beavis and Butthead are just so <laughs> funny and out of place next to the rest of them and like even them holding their their helmets i'm like that helmet those helmets do not fit on their heads exactly (laughs) exactly. (laughs) (laughs) they got like different they got like different uh yeah like helmet sizes and shit like that that's when that's when like it's really real noticeable yeah Um, it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from it but it is kind of like if you're like used to how they used to design characters like you like that fucking old lady from do america and like uh, yeah. <laughs> she just has like these this, the glasses like this and she's so like wrinkly and small like those are just really right. funny designs to me oh um i agree i agree i so i'm bummed to hear you didn't like it as much this time i i started watching with my brother last night and like we were laughing a lot. We were giggling like idiots watching it. <laughs> it was very fun. Um, I don't know. I like the it's the whole the whole inciting incident of the like the like field goal kicking nut kick for for oh, be interviewed yeah, is, yeah. is really funny, and everything lights on fire. And then like, but then like the idea that this that I love that the judges reasoning for going against his usual harsh punishments. He's known for being the guy who gives the harshest punishments, but he's like, but I just watched this show called touched by an angel, <laughs> which, which is very funny because this, this takes place in 98. It tracks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It all tracks. Um, and then he, he makes them go to NASA, makes them, he, he makes them work at NASA. Uh, and then they, they get jobs as astronauts because they're just obsessed with sex, anything sex related. I just like, that's just so Beavis and Butthead to me. It's perfect. <laughs> Where uh, I love that line when they, they walk in and they're like sitting there and they've been doing the thing forever with the, like the mechanical thing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they've been doing this for 18 hours without eating or sleeping or <laughs> drinking any water. <laughs> like, it's almost as though they have an unhealthy singular minded obsession. With it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Whenever they mumble to themselves <laughs> is always funny. Like, yeah, whoa. I know. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it really does just add so much, so much more humor when just those tiny little, those tiny little inflections. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <cool. laughs> They're so funny. Yeah. Um, I love when Beavis 
pulls out the other mechanical arm and starts jerking off the like the thing, the space thing. And and she goes, wow, they're using the secondary arm as a backup in case of mechanical failure. (laughs) They're just giving them every benefit of the doubt. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny. I think my biggest laugh, one of my biggest laughs in the whole movie is when they're on their way to the space shuttle and Beavis stops and gives like the very earnest sounding speech mm-hmm. <laughs> to the press. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah, just yeah, like yeah. gives this press and like, obviously the whole joke, like really this movie is one. these, both of these movies are one joke. Like, and that joke is that Beavis and Butthead are always talking about sex and no one else gets it. <laughs> like right. that is, that is just like, it's funny in different ways every time. Cause you can do it so many different ways, but that mm-hmm. is like the joke. And mm-hmm. Just the way that, like, I love how earnestly he's talking about sex, thinking everyone wants to hear about that. And he's so earnestly talking about it. And then, and the press has no idea. And then, like, they, he gets like a slow clap. <laughs> he gets like a slow clap. When you really listen it. to what he was saying, it is kind of just like, oh, damn, this kid. I like, know. he's like, I've dreamed of this my whole life and I just never thought it would come. And then it, like, yeah, I never oh. thought it would happen. Yeah, like, shit. Um, but I think that oh. that scene and a bunch of other ones in this movie are indicative of another thing that it does different, which is Beavis is kind of his own, not kind of, Beavis is his own character this time, which it, yeah. it wasn't like this in the, uh, in the first one where it kind of acts like, I guess you could equate it to like the Powerpuff Girls movie where like all three girls are like one protagonist and it's kind of the same thing. Right where it's just these two guys are just kind of like one protagonist and like all these things happen around him. But here it's like Beavis um, has like his own. There's more conflict between Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Yeah. He has his own emotions and he's like, he, and if it almost feels like he's like in his own way, growing up a little more than Butthead is. Um, and that's why, like, Butthead doesn't necessarily get uh, moments like that. It's more so, it's more right. so Beavis. Um, I did think it was interesting. I don't, I could see somebody saying that maybe it could take the fun out of it, but I don't think that takes the fun of it, out of it. I do think, I, I, do, I, quite I can like see that, why actually. you would want to do that after doing, uh, already doing, like, Eight, so much of the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing so much of it. Yeah. Um, and they start talking about like uh, their moms. Uh, yeah. We found out but his dad died of syphilis. Uh, we found out. Well, that's what college. she says. But we also remember in Do America, we see those characters who are definitely their parents, true. right? Their best that is dads, true. right? He just said that I think his she was mom just, said, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I think she just, ha- she's just like, fuck that guy. <laughs> he died of syphilis. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> um, I I like that though. They felt it did feel like especially Beavis has a little bit more agency as a character. Like he's he's a little like they're still like the big aspect of these movies are they're, they're dumb and ignorant and never understand what's actually happening. But mm-hmm. you do feel for him a little bit. Like he they use that ignorance to help draw out emotions. Like like the really? sequence where he's talking to Siri but thinks that it's Serena and like all of a sudden you he's like having this real 
he thinks he's having this real human connection that he's never had before. Mm-hmm. And like, you kind of feel, you feel pretty bad for him. You're like, Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's like lamenting about his relationship with Butthead. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it is. It is. It's, it's interesting. Um, and like, and how, and just how they're able to have him do all of those things without necessarily like losing, um, who the character is like in right. the uh in the last scene when he's like giving he's giving his speech and it was like i've been through a lot i've done this i've done that and then like the other beavis and butter like you went to you went to jail and he's like well i, I don't remember that but <laughs> <laughs> i love that joke so much i wrote that one down it's so funny i'm curious is that just a joke because they they always go through so much that it's just like, is it just funny that he doesn't remember that? Or are they implying that like when he goes Cornholio, he doesn't remember the stuff? <laughs> like, is that a whole separate entity? I <laughs> but he wasn't Cornholio till like mid prison. So true, I, true. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like, I feel like, remember he eats, he eats drugs. Like he eats all of those pills. So my first thought, my thought process was, did that erase? <laughs> did that just erase right. prison? Kind of. And they were really excited to go when they got there. Like, how long are we going to be here? An hour? It was like, oh, no. It's so funny. That, and that's the thing that I love about this movie and the first movie is that they do so much. Like, mm-hmm. it's like they, they, they go so many places, but it always feels weirdly, like, natural. I do think maybe this movie starts to feel a little long in the third act, like with the chase and everything. But, but right. everything up to that, I'm... I was I'm just laughing my ass off most of this movie. Like I think one of the actually I think maybe one of the funniest sequences in this movie is when they go to college and learn about white privilege. <laughs> and when when she explains white privilege to him and they're just like this is why you need to change your behavior because like as a white person you've always got the inside track and like you can assume you can take whatever you want and they're like <laughs> they just immediately yeah, they're like, they just, okay, yeah. we're going to use that. Like, oh, Move shit. out of the way. We have white privilege. <laughs> it's, it's such a funny, it's so funny, especially for these characters. That is exactly how they mm-hmm. would react to this. Sure. They don't understand what they're being taught is like, this is a problem. They mm-hmm. see it as, oh, I can do whatever I want now. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, but also like the prison sequence is hilarious too. Like Cornholio unionizing the prisoners basically mm-hmm. just through all of the same shit that he's always said, the same stuff we've always heard him say, yeah, just like, like we need TP. They do not respect our bungholes. And then yeah, like yeah. the prisoners like, yeah, we need TP TP for our bungholes. <laughs> they don't respect our bungholes. <laughs> it's so and funny. Everybody <laughs> like all the people working in the prison just get so inspired. And they're like, <laughs> What we're gonna do, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get these people all of their toilet paper and we're gonna get these boys on a bus back to their house. And then my favorite line, my favorite line in that is the guy goes, (laughs) I wrote this one down, and with God's help, we will listen to Cornholio's message here today, and when we become we will become better men. (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny. there's a line in the prison um, that got an audible laugh out of me this time is uh, when Butthead is, he's trying to get a tattoo 
and he said he wants like ass cheeks on his face and the guy's like you just like you sure you don't want like dice or something he's like dice this is gonna be on my head forever dumbass (laughs) (laughs) it's so good man i do think this is a very funny movie um there is a lot of very dumb like like there's a lot of really dumb jokes that that made me giggle. Like when they get on the spaceship for the first time and they're in space and they're just floating, and and I didn't notice this the first time, but Butthead just goes, "I think the floor is not working because they're floating." <laughs> <laughs> um, I love. Uh, I like when the when the like weird future alien Beavis and Butthead show up for the first time. Um, a, that's that's probably one of the concepts in the movie that I care less about but i do yeah, think I they're still very funny stuff i don't think it. i like that stuff i'll be honest i don't i, I don't i don't think i do i can't it's in, I, why I, I, I found it as i found it more as them like kind of poking fun at like all of the multiversal shit that we've gotten nonstop recently you know what i mean like like the fact that the line is is did you see the cartoon spider-man movie perchance to like try to explain it mm-hmm. it's like almost like they're just like they're like they're not they're not really embracing the concept in a serious way <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um it does it it is the thing that i kind of care about least in this movie but i do but they did still make me laugh like in certain ways especially i like i like the i think the ending is funny when he when be, when like space beavis is the first one of them to ever score like I the idea think... that i do like the idea that mm-hmm. across the multiverse none of them have ever scored <laughs> likewise i do like that i do like that idea um and even the first time i saw it i laughed at like the last line where it was they were just like she's not like she she just left immediately and she's not returning phone calls like right i did i did uh laugh at that the first time i saw it but yeah. yeah, I think that that might be that might I I think that's my biggest issue uh with the movie is that she like she remembers like she actually like puts the pieces figures together out. and figures out like oh, they were talking about sex this whole time. And yeah. I, that's what I the thing I really loved about the first one is that like no one ever finds anything no out. No one ever figures it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I think that I think that in itself was the punchline, at least for me. Um, yeah. To where like this stuff just escalated. It escalated so high to the point where somebody else got blamed, and then like like they faced no repercussions whatsoever. And then it's just like it never yeah. happened. Um, where here, I I, get, I, can, I can see why you would want to not do the same thing again. And uh, you would want to play with what it would be like if um, they actually found out. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, at least for me, I don't think. I don't think I like that. I get it. I think I. I think. I think I agree conceptually that like it maybe is funnier if no one ever figures it out. Um, it didn't. It didn't. I definitely didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. Even though I like, I definitely get it. Like, I get, I get it. Because I still thought, I don't know. I still thought the sequence where she figures it out was also funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like her thinking back and rec- and then like just getting a little sneak peek back and be like seeing all of the things that <laughs> she she misconstrued mm-hmm. and like seeing how she said she said the things that that confused them. 
Um, and also like the fact is that like this, this show has been after 30 years, this, the show existing, you know, and no one ever figuring it out. It's like, Oh, finally, finally someone's figured it yeah. out. Right. Um, but I agree. Like it, I don't know. I think I'm trying to see why they did it. It feels like maybe they did it to Ford to set up this final, like that final joke with the weird future multiverse Beavis and Butthead or, or for them to like, I mean, that's the solution to why they get their house back. Right. Is like, it is, is like they, is yeah. why they get their house back. Huh. And, and then one? also, the one person who ever figured it out immediately just goes through a wormhole into another world. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> um, I, uh, I do like, I really like the, I like the co there's like, I like the two timeline, not the two timelines. I like the two storylines going on in the back half. Once they, once they teleport through the wormhole to 2022, you've got these two storylines where they're still like, Oh, we got to go find Serena. Uh, to get to score and then she's like I need to kill them because they're gonna they're gonna ruin my political career and reveal that I killed them or that I tried to kill them mm-hmm. and then and then you got these other like FBI agents who are like these are these are aliens who we need to dissect and there are so many a maybe that's one of the reasons they made all the character proportions so like normal because they're like they wanted them to stand out as just like these absolutely confusingly abnormal men you know what i mean like when you see remember when they did those like those detailed sketch drawings of them they look so fucking funny (laughs) those like little sketches of them Um, um, but there's so many sorry good there's that bit when after they eat all the nachos and shit and they come in the they come in the room and they find like a like a rag and like beavis like put his face on it and it's just like his outline of his face like a nacho cheese and they're like, yeah, definitely right. not human. Because he does, he does look pretty sick. <laughs> right. right. Um, my favorite joke about them not thinking they're human is they're listening in to something and they're just doing their normal, like, they're, it's like, I think there's, it's, I don't remember if it's Cornholio or if it's what, but it's just them talking like they normally do, saying dumb shit. And they go, it's crude, but they're learning to approximate human speech, <laughs> which, which is great because they're just, they're just weird 15-year-olds. Um, yeah, this movie makes me laugh a lot. I don't think it's as good as the first. I, mm. I give it about a three and a half star overall. Um, and yeah, it gets, I feel like it slows down a little bit in the third act. Uh, but but I, I, I was laughing a lot through this movie. I feel like the back half, the back end after watching it the first time, I felt like the last act kind of brought it all down a little bit in my brain. And then, and I was like, I liked it. I didn't love it. And then I, and then when rewatching it, it made me remember how much I did really like the first, like at least half of the movie first two acts, maybe just, they make me laugh a lot. Um, yeah, these are weird movies, though. These are weird movies to talk about. I feel like we, we I think we're having an easier time talking about this one than we did Do America, weirdly, even though we like to do America more. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it feels like Do America is funnier and prettier. And and it's, I think it's just a more fun experience. But this one does have a little bit more to, like, dig into. Uh, That's true. Yeah, because like, like we yeah. were talking about, like, like again, they, they're, they're separate this time. 
yeah. so now there's like character stuff to talk about when there was none to talk about last time. You know what I mean? I think we totally. even say that in the video. I know. Have even said that. Yeah. Um, but that's and yeah, I think I don't know. I think I think it is like a, a necessary uh, extension of the characters and the formula or whatever. Um, and the first, the first time I watched it, I watched it, I watched it with uh, my two roommates and we were laughing the whole time. And, um, I remember when we got to the end, I was like, oh man, wait, what are they doing? And like, they didn't, like it, it didn't, <laughs> didn't register my roommates yet while I was getting so upset, but I was like, oh man, what are they doing? But again, I was trying not to like, cause like you, like you said, I was trying not to like let that, um, taint the whole uh two acts that like i was yeah. cracking the fuck up at the whole time you know what i mean because like that that's that, that like that's that's worth it like even as coming out of it the second time not enjoying it as much like i still recommend watching it at least once you know what i mean like i, I like it's um i don't recommend it as highly as the the first one but i still do yeah, think same. that if you if you go into it um just wanting dumb Beavis and Butthead shit, I don't think you're going to be disappointed whatsoever. You know what I mean? And I, I also think, like, as far as, like, when, so often rebooting shows so many years later doesn't work, and it feels it feels off. And, like, this, this is, I think, a really strong <laughs> revival. It's a really yeah. fun one. And it makes me pretty excited to see what the heck this new season's going to be like, which comes out in like a month, I guess. Um, yeah. What do you think is going to, what do you, how, what, how are you feeling about the the revival? What do you think it's going to be like? Do you think it's going to be more story-based? Do you think it's going to be a lot of reacting like the original show? You got to get that in there. I know that's going to be there it somehow. It has to be. Yeah. got to get that in there. I think uh, when I was watching it, when I was watching this movie today, it was just kind of making me think about the same thing. And it, I, I was like wondering if the reason for this new depth in the characters is because they're going to try to do that. Um, it feels like they, it does kind of feel like they almost it's, I think it's a smart move because television has evolved so much. And like, I still think like the bit of Beavis and Butthead works, mm -hmm. but I do think it's smart to maybe differentiate them and, and evolve their relationship a little. Like in this one, it feels like Beavis is kind of like the, the bullyish older brother and, or sorry, Butthead is, and Beavis is like the, Beavis, Beavis is a, is a little more in his emotions, uh, and, but still like, you know, loves Butthead and goes along with whatever he wants. You yeah, know? <laughs> there's so, a little, um, yeah. there's a little more Three Stooges to them than I remember, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's just like a lot of this movie is just like Butthead smacking the shit out Beavis. Like, come on, you fucking mm -hmm. dumbass. Like, you know, like that, yeah. that kind of shit, which was always there. I guess it is kind of, it's kind of more here uh, and it makes sense for it to be more here because uh, of what they, what they're trying to convey through Beavis. And yeah, like you said about how sometimes uh, people try to bring stuff back and it just kind of doesn't work. Um, yeah. But that's not whatever issues that I have with this film, that is not one of them. Like it doesn't feel, right. it doesn't feel try hard. It doesn't feel disingenuous. Like, it still feel it. It is Beavis and Butthead to its very core. Totally. It's, it is still the exact same thing. 
all every issue I have is just kind of like story stuff, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but it is still even down like we talked about the animation. Like, it shows that even it shows that run for even ten years. Like lose themselves and just like trying mm. to make them look better but like totally they just they they kept it they kept it because they knew that that's what the what the uh what the show was um there's a lot it's a lot to be just appreciated on that front in preserving uh, uh these characters in this world and trying to do new things with them but now that we're talking about it i did start to think since this does take place in 2022 and they go back to the same neighborhood, do you think we'll see older versions of everybody else? I was wondering the same thing. Are we going to get like old Daria? Are we going to see right. old Tom Anderson? Is he still alive? Like right. it's been a long time. Um, I was wondering that. I was really wondering that. I feel like you, it's gotta be, I feel like if they, if they like specifically moved it to the future all like and then that's and then that also begs the question will they introduce new characters because you probably need to have other new characters who are closer to their actual age or like have you know are they going to yeah. go back to school and all the kids will be different you know like um so i'm curious to see how that goes that'll be really interesting from the narrative side of things right i think i think from the reacting side of things i i bet they will still do music videos because that's just such so at the core of the show. But I think they're also probably going to do like, like YouTube videos or TikToks. You know what I mean? Uh, like, yeah, it, I might, it, like might, it might turn into like ridiculousness or some shit like that. Right. You know? Exactly. That's funny. That's a hilarious idea is to have them react to the react show. <laughs> or reacting to ridiculousness. Or if they want to, if they want to uh, cross promote, they could get them on ridiculousness, like uh, like pre animate them. Kind of great. Kind of funny. It's kind of it's kind of great. It'd be pretty funny. It is the only show on on MTV now. So yeah, right. Um. <laughs> That's not happening. Hey, put on Rob did. Oh my god, uh, that's so funny. Can we can we pause real quick? Because apparently, man's outside. What? Yeah. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring yeah. him in. I'm gonna go get him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get him. Come back, and then we can do the rest. Wow. And a and a random man cameo. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in real life, how you doing, man? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good. This is just so randomly spur of the moment. In fact, I wasn't even supposed. To, I was supposed to catch y'all after, or more or less like after y'all recorded. So it's weird that I just am now part of it. It's not our fault. Perfect. <laughs> Serendipitous is what it was. That's this right. is this is what the people the people demand it. Yeah. They demand the man cameo. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy it's, because it's, I avoid. I was gonna at first. I was thinking of doing like a movie thoughts for a or a video on a Beavis about it, but now it's like, well, here you go. <laughs> this. Yeah. This so, is this is where you can get your thoughts. This on. is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Right. But I don't know if we have time for a thousand of them. <laughs> I'll just give you like a small amount. I want to overwhelm your audience. Yeah, good fifty five. Um, yeah. We pretty much we pretty much cruised through the whole movie, what we liked and what we disliked about it, and uh, yeah, we we basically we kind of landed on. We think it's really funny. Tariq has some issues with some of the decisions they made with like 
people figuring out that they're just talking about sex the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, man, I watched it. I watched it last night. I told everyone I lost, watched it last night with my brother and we were giggling the whole damn time. We, we were having so much fun with how stupid these guys are. What'd you, how'd you like the universe? I thought it was definitely fun. There were parts where it was like, okay, they really are sticking with the sex jokes a lot, or the whole, oh, people just don't realize they're just talking about sex. It, I mean, you get it because it's like it's beavis and butted, but I don't know. You, at some point, you do think this probably could have went a bit more epic because I know that like they did show that artwork of them being older and you're thinking right. oh this is going to be that type of movie like showing them in the future and such but it's like no that literally for like five seconds and then yeah. gone. it's like yeah. it's like okay it is more it is smaller scale than the first one like the first one has like I keep thinking about that shit when it was like on the highway and like all those cars come in and like they caused like yeah. a big ass accident. Like there's a lot of just like or like the sequence when they in Las Las Vegas and they're like dancing. Yes, like, I, I love the Vegas sequence. Yeah. So much. I I feel like the movie. I feel like this movie conceptually is bigger scale, but executionally is smaller scale. Mm-hmm. If that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like like they do bigger, crazier things in this movie. They're just presented like. The craziest thing in do in do America is when they trip balls in the desert, and it's just this insane like Rob Zombie animation sequence, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, and then even just like you mentioned, the dancing in Vegas, it feels so big. Like it's like that crazy shot where they like where they like pan around around right. them yeah, while yeah, they're yeah. dancing on the dance floor. Right, it's so good. But that's just like that's just them dancing in a casino in Vegas. But it feels massive. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It kind of what I I don't even know how to describe this, but like this movie's kind of like what I would have thought a Beavis and Butthead movie would be. Mm. And I maybe more so than the first one. Cause the first one I just was surprised by like how much I like loved every single thing about it. Um, right. But yeah. This this one is just kind of like okay yeah this is this is kind of what I would think that you would do if you were to do like a Beavis like, movie it's the same scale kind of I guess that I would I would picture like that kind of thing yeah like something more this would be your first outing and do America would probably be closer to your second outing but in right. this, like or more this would be something you do for television, whereas Do America is what you put in the theater. Yeah, yeah that's probably, that's probably right. that's way to Which, it. to be fair, they did. Yeah, <laughs> like, to be fair. Exactly. Um, Both were right, so. <laughs> it's, it's also, like, I, you know, I think it's also end up, ends up being a matter of, like, uh, how, Tariq, when you and I, I had seen Do America before, but it had been so many years. So when you and I sat and watched Do America for the podcast last year, we were both like blown away That's by right. how much we loved it. And so that does do a, that to a high degree raises your expectations for this sequel. Right. Um, yeah. And it like the fact that we just rewatched Do America like, like last year made us pretty excited for the sequel. So yeah, I think there is a degree of expectations bringing us down to earth a little bit on on delivery but overall like this movie feels so in the spirit of the first to me um and we were just saying man how like it still feels so purely beavis and butthead and it's such and it's still such a strong revival so many revivals come in and and kind of flub it and they don't remember how to like bring their their characters back 
in the same way that's like feeling reminiscent. Yeah. And th- we were saying how we're pretty excited to see what this show's going to be. <laughs> what is it going to be like? Yeah. Yeah. Like as you watch it, it's very much like this is essential Beavis and Butt. Like it doesn't feel like they skipped a beat, even when they're trying to add in like some of the newer stuff with like modern day issues and technology. It's like, no, that's exactly what Beavis and Butthead would do in this type of situation. Mm-hmm. Completely missed. Oh like, like I, I honestly got to love the white privilege part because we were talking. About I was it. saying that earlier. So funny. It's just, just <laughs> it's like that's exactly what they would do. They would completely just start stealing shit because they're like, "Hey, I have white privilege." That's uh, exactly. Just like this. It's like that's exactly what they do. That's so they they did that perfectly. Honestly. So that's what that's what I think is just kind of great about the film is that it doesn't feel like it missed anything. Like it doesn't feel like they completely forgot what made Beavis and Butthead special or anything. Totally. Um, the one joke that I didn't I wrote down that I forgot to talk about earlier, it kind of comes into that into play here with like how them adapting to the modern world of the new technology. So them seeing the smartphone for the first time, they're just like, Oh, look at this little TV. <laughs> like, look at this little TV. And they're and they're taking the photo of the family and they think it's a TV show. <laughs> they're like, this is kind of boring. And then they keep backing up until they fall off the dock. <laughs> and they go, this is cool. And, and Beavis goes, Yeah, the show really found itself. I'm glad we stuck with it. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. so funny oh man i think i really enjoyed like the whole smart beavis and smart butthead bit they were doing like because it's just like oh this is beavis and butthead but if they actually had some brains you know like they actually (laughs) realize like they're aware of things but at the end of the day they're still in the vein of like we still want to score though that is still like a main goal one of them ah man i think it was the butthead one i think he said some shit like uh even though we're the smartest possible Beavis and Butthead, we're still not that bright. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is great. That's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Tariq and I were both saying how we like, we felt like the multiversal aspect of it kind of was like the least fleshed out and the least interesting, but there's still so many parts of it that are funny. Like, there's still so many parts of them that made us laugh. Even though I was like, well, this feels. This almost feels a little tacked on. Like they're just like, well, let's throw in a, a goofy little commentary on like how much multiversal stuff we're getting these days. Right. <laughs> because uh, now that we have it, I can't see a, another way for them to get the house back. So I don't know. Right. Without mm. without that. Right. So I, that's, that's that's the part right. that you brought that up earlier. That's when I was like, shit. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, because <laughs> like they're not about to just be like, oh yeah, we're gonna spend we're gonna spend month billions of dollars to send them back into space and to hopefully right. find another wormhole to like get them back to like their time like so it's it would just so send them forward again why. yeah like you kind of understand it's like we kind of need this to set everything back by the end of it mm-hmm. so it's like okay but totally. it's still pretty funny even overall like i still laugh at like that that last part where like the wormhole like like collapsed because the guy got thrown in there it's like Huh. Right. I, I guess we, it's like we really didn't need you guys for that. We could have thrown a brick in there. Just a brick in there. It's like, damn, we really are not that smart. Like, uh, one, really like a brick could have solved the whole problem. Oh gosh. Um, man, I want to get your thoughts on this because we we were just talking about how. So now the new season's going to come out in like a month, and mm-hmm. they've pushed the show forward into 2022. 
which means obviously we're expecting them to react to more modern stuff like YouTube videos or TikToks or that kind of stuff. But we were wondering, do you think now that they're in 20 Highland in 2022, do you think we're going to get all the old characters, but aged up since they have just lived their lives? I mean, that'd probably be the best route to go because otherwise that's just inconsistent. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we this movie, which essentially is canon, but now we're basically going to just walk back on that and everybody, it's just like Beavis Butted just are now in the modern times as well as their friends and no age differences well, or nothing. Because that, that, my thing was just, just thinking about it. It's like when you put them when you put them now and you mm. only put them now mm. you like lose so many like of those funny characters right and i right. don't know if that i don't know if that's fair like you know like i don't know if I it's know. fair like not to have like the teacher or like um but you know. can have Vandreessen just be a little older like right. you exactly. can have yeah exactly um, so that's I why think so, right um yeah i mean like will they bring in daria will they have older daria Will they will they spin off Daria again, but as an adult? <laughs> it's crazy because uh, they still got that uh, other Jody. Yeah, the Jody spit off. Jody. Coming, so. I don't know, man. I'm treating that think... shit like Space Jam too. I'm not trusting that it exists till I see like a frame of animation. So, <laughs> I think there was a recent update that it's it was going to be a show, but now I think it's going to just be like a movie, like a made for Paramount Plus movie. So, uh, which makes me think, which makes me think more. It's more likely to exist that <laughs> that that's what it is. Uh, right. But we'll see. I'm eager to see what that's like. Um. All right. Well, we broke this movie down pretty good. Wow. I'm so happy we got a man cameo. Here. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. This is great. Do what we, a good surprise. Do we cheat and put his name in the title for the clicks? <laughs> for the few clicks that you might get. They're going to be so mad. They're going to be so mad that it's only in the last 10 minutes. Right? <laughs> Where does he come in? They lied. We'll, we'll tag him in the description. We got to tag him in the description for sure. Like, yeah. Thanks thanks to the serendipitous man of a thousand, thousand thoughts cameo. Right. Um, <laughs> that, that's how you guys do it. You guys got any other thoughts on on this before we we pack it up? Uh, oh man, we I, I say I say we uh, I say we scored this movie fairly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I yeah, I really enjoy this movie. I th- I think this is a really strong comeback. Not as good as the last movie, but like makes me excited to see what they're gonna do next. Uh, it was it's like it was fun. I was I was happy happy we got it. Um, honestly, like I'm I'm pretty pleased with Paramount Plus so far. Like the South Park specials have been fun. I'm a Star Trek guy. This newest Star Trek show has been really good. Um, and Beavis and Beavis is good. So I'm like I'm hoping that they keep doing could animated content. I know we're supposed to get avatar content, but that's probably still years off. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a good, it's a pretty good streaming service. All things considered. I feel like for, they feel like they're doing pretty good these days. I, yeah, I just, watch a lot of stuff on Paramount plus. <laughs> they just need to chill with all the mads. they be trying to like throw on there. Man, they, don't, <laughs> they if they want to have ads, they can that's, have ads. It's just ads. That's why I just pay for it with right. <laughs> like, like it's always the same thing. I keep, man, I, I said in the teenage robot shit and I'll say it again. If I gotta hear about an ABC mouse one more time <laughs> <laughs> one more damn time. Yeah. 
That's why. That's why I pay for. I pay for the Atlas version. I just can't. I can't deal with it. I just can't deal with it. <laughs> I can't well, do it. I, I it it feels like it's getting worse with a bunch of these like services. Even with YouTube, I'm like, oh my god, like it's constantly hitting me with the two uh, ads, and it's like non-skippable. So I'm like, okay, we're gonna keep right. entering into this video until you give me a skippable. So I don't gotta. One time I right. um, One time at the Omi house, we got three ads. Oh my! God. And I was very confused. I was like, "What kind of fucking weird ass broadband internet you got?" (laughs) (laughs) Like the shit. Oh man! You guys got anything to plug? Uh, look forward to my sit down and think podcast episode with Wayman Singleton, a former uh, soulboard artist for uh, the Ghost and Molly McGee, and also you could see my my the working class struggles of molly mcgee video on my youtube channel on man of a thousand thoughts so. also Hell yeah if you out. don't feel like waiting to uh listen to that sit down and think you can join his patreon because he just put it out last night up there yes you can watch that up you can listen to that up there be the first to be the first to catch it catch the raw like Hell if you yeah. join yeah if you join my patreon you get access to the raw audios as soon as it's recorded pretty much that's right i'm gonna sign up for that shit that's right um, that's Tariq. that's that's the women we met when you were in town right yeah yep yeah good guy good like guy. That. real good guy <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's a, fun, it's a really yeah. fun episode hell yeah um i've got i got a new, my latest videos a king of the hill video check that one out Tariq put out a great video that's not getting enough love about comparing cartoons to rappers. It's like such a purely Tariq video <laughs> because it's <laughs> comparisons that could only come from his brain. And <laughs> it's great. It's a great video. Please go watch it. Um, and yeah, no, check out our, check out our Patreon. I'm going to plug our Patreon. We've got a lot of shit up on the Patreon these days. We just did Fritz. We just did Fritz. Oh man, Fritz. We got to wait till y'all got yeah, to do nine lives. That have you seen a- that one? It's next. That was it's- a fucking weird one. Is it? Re- is it weirder? Okay, than the- cool. It's not weirder than the first one. It's just like it's kind of one of those things where it's like it's R rated, whereas the other one was X rated. So it's mm-hmm. X rated toned down. So yeah. and you're just like, you guys were kind of trying. It, does it feel restricted? Yes, it feels restricted oh, somehow. It's like because <laughs> it's also. And it's different director, so it's like it's going to be really interesting to explore. Yeah. Uh, I'm eager to watch it because because weirdly we were saying this on the on the Patreon episode. Fritz was the first X-rated cartoon, and Nine Lives was the first R-rated cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> like they yeah. literally were the first <laughs> two. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That's a bit, um, that's crazy. Yeah. I know, uh, but I'm excited to watch war, it. And did a third one. They could have been the first PG-13, but that just kind of went. To that's Facebook. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say it is, like, it, I, it's hard to remember because it was more I think they really were trying to emulate the first one but it's like very trippy like they're trying to make it more right, trippy right. to be like yeah we're still somewhat capturing that feel but it's like you're missing the backshisms you're missing like that, how we make that, stuff trippy but it somehow makes sense at the moment you know that's kind of exciting to me though it kind of makes me think we're gonna have a lot to talk about when we when we talk about it because um, like and we, it feels like a lot of the time we end up, especially when we cover a second one. Like we were just talking about how in Do America, we didn't have that much to say because, like, it's a great movie. We loved it, but like, 
you know, what, how much is there to really truly dissect about do America? But in this one, which we didn't like as much as do America, we had so many different things to like dive into about it uh, and yeah, in yeah. relation to what, how it, how it, how it exists compared to do America and what they do with the characters all these years later. So I think it'll be fun to cover Fritz nine lives. Uh, that'll be out in a couple weeks, I guess. And on the Patreon, you know, we got a lot of other stuff on there too. Also, Oh, we should, we should, we should ask y'all this. I know, not all of you are patrons. Maybe this would get you to sign up. We're talking about our next mini series for the Patreon. And we're thinking about doing all of the Matt and Trey stuff that we've not covered. So like we would do Cannibal, the musical orgasmo basketball team America. And then also the short lived sitcom. That's my Bush, which is <laughs> I a, didn't, oh, a that gem. Was, that was Trey and Matt. Oh, it wow. was. <laughs> That's yeah. basically their uh, American dad. Nigga, no, that's my bush. No, that's my bush. I, no, wait, was that the live action one? Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. little bush. Yeah, I was not little bush. Not little bush. Yeah, not <laughs> little, I, I remember. I mainly remember one particular like clip from a promo, and it's like Bush like is walking away crying. He's like, "I'm such a pussy." It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, that was one. He um. It's it's like literally, man, if you've never seen it, it's just what if George, the president of the United States was thrown into the most stereotypical sitcom situations you'll ever see. But they're all like catered around the lifestyle of the president of the United States. And uh, it's like a corny ass sitcom starring Timothy Bottoms, who looks so much like George W. Bush. Uh, it's it's very funny. Um, I mean, it's like a it's like a relic of its time for sure. But uh, it's only eight episodes, so it'd be really easy for us to cover on the Patreon. So um, right. I think I think we want to do that. But let us know if that's something y'all are interested in, if that would make you sign up, or if you are a patron, if uh, you want to see it, let us know. I, cool. don't, I know I want to see that. <laughs> Hell yeah! How crazy that show got. <laughs> You we know. got the we got the approval of Man of a Thousand Thoughts. Yeah, also, yeah. if you want to watch That's My Bush, we found out it's all on archive.org and it's the only place to watch it right now. Yeah, we're <laughs> so, <yeah>. preserved <laughs> in history. Yeah, please support archive because they're getting sued right now. So they get sued oh, archive? Yeah, someone's trying to get they're probably trying to get it completely nuked or so. Damn. It's like and, it, and there's a lot of essential, mm. vital stuff on there. So it's like, please support them the I way, know. however you can. Like, Damn, I think I got teenage robot off my car. Right. Shit. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, also, like, that's my Bush should be in the presidential library. So <laughs> put that in George W. Bush's presidential library. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Cool. Well, with that, I want to thank. Carrie Feek for amazing artwork. I want to thank Jake Neutron for our incredible theme song. I want to thank Michael Yunez for producing and editing the podcast and co-hosting all of our After Dark episodes with us. I want to thank Man of a Thousand Cameos for jumping on this episode. It's so, and it's also weird to see, it's weird to be talking to Man and Tariq while they're in the same place. <laughs> right? uh, and I want to thank Tariq for co-hosting every week. And uh, I want to thank all of you for listening and following along. And we'll see you next time. And also, f- you very much. I'm going to put your middle finger up. Thank you for doing it. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> 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 <laughs>